You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 155. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to real people. That is you, my friend. Build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, a fiduciary, an educator, a Dave Ramsey SmartVestor Pro, and it is great to be with you today. And today's episode is What Should I Do? with my investments, with the election looming. But before we get to the topic of the day, just want to tell you a little bit about what is my pet peeve that I've been seeing around the election and news. I mean, nobody has patience anymore. No one has a long-term outlook. Everyone just wants to get as many likes on social media, as many clicks as they can. No one is just reporting the news. Everyone is injecting their opinion and their shock and awe with everything that is being written. And we don't have any patience at all. So here we are with our apps on our phone, with our news apps and our social media app, and we're just scrolling through reading headlines. We're not reading the whole article. And those headlines have so much shocking on it because they just want to click just a click so we'll read maybe a couple of sentences. So we're reading the shock and awe headline and taking it as the truth. I mean, we are not taking the time to really reflect on what's going on in the world. And that, my friend, can have a negative impact on our investments, especially as family stewards taking a long-term perspective on the stock market. But when we lose all our patience and everything that we're doing in this fast-paced world, man, we don't want to take a long-term perspective on the stock market. We want the next big thing. We want to get rich quick. We're listening to our friends and neighbors tell us that they're getting rich on Facebook or Apple. You know, they're not telling us about the stocks that they're buying that aren't doing well. It's like when your friend goes to Vegas, you hear about it when they win. You don't hear when they lose. I mean, I was the same way. When I finally had enough money to start investing, all I wanted to do was get rich quick. And way back then, some of the darlings, and I was working in the wireless industry, so I was listening to colleagues talk about companies like Lucent and Nortel. I mean, these companies were on the forefront of technology when it came to wireless technology and your cell phones and things like that. So, man, I piled every extra dollar I had in companies like these. Stock price was well over 80, and then what happened? The tech bubble happened. 
And the stock went down lower and lower. Things like Lucent and Nortel were sitting around two bucks. But what did I do? I was going to get rich on this. And of course, those stocks are going to go back up. So I never sold when they were high. I just kept buying. I kept buying until the week before these companies went belly up because I wanted to get rich quick. I did not have the patience to be a long-term investor. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. We're going to talk about the election because in the last couple of months, Most of the questions I get around the stock market have to do with the election, but they come in two different ways. One is something like this. Scott, what should I do with my investments if Biden wins the presidency? We are going down. Our investments are in a world of hurt if Biden becomes president. The other one is like this. Scott, what should I do? If Trump gets reelected, the world is going to be in a whole lot of hurt. And I don't know what to do with my investments because we are in trouble if Trump wins. What should I do? Well, one thing is for certain, my friends. One thing, markets become volatile around election time. Why? Because the market hates uncertainty. The market wants a new president. Market participants go to the stock market to make trades based off their opinions every single day. Some think Biden's are going to win. Some think Trump's going to win. And millions of other opinions. I mean, this is what forms stock prices. But I'm looking at a graph right now showing me the growth of $1 from 1929 to 2020 or through June of 2020. Even further, and I'm going to try and post this in the show notes, go to bestandwealth.com and go to the show notes and I will post this graph and anything else I can related to what I'm going to talk about today. Because this graph separates each president, whether they're a Republican or a Democrat, and what their returns look like. I mean, from 1929, we got Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush again, Obama, and Trump. Eight of these presidents, Republicans, seven Democrats. And when I look at this graph, I see two things. The first, no matter who is president, the growth of your money has gone up in the long run during this time frame. In fact, I can tease out any 15, 20, 25 year period, the stock market has gone up. There's been blimps. Most presidents have gone through some sort of recession or correction. But in the long run, the market has been going up. Money has gone up in the long run during this time frame. Having your money in the market for the long term is good for your long-term financial success. We're financial stewards. We need to put ourselves in the greatest chance for success. And number two, it is very challenging to draw any conclusion as to if the market does better if a Republican is in office 
or a Democrat is in office. There is no pattern. There's no rhyme or reason. Again, looking at the S&P 500, and I mean, I can't say this party is in the White House, therefore, this is what happens in the stock market. A Republican is in the market, therefore, this is what happens to the stock market. Or a Democrat is in office, so therefore, this is what happens in the stock market. I can't see that. There's no pattern. It's not clean at all. And why can't I see anything? And when you go to bestandwealth.com and you click on this graph, why can't you see anything? Because I'm telling you, you won't. And I can just bet a Republican is saying the stock market is in big trouble if Biden is president. I mean, you're listening to this show right now. You're either a Democrat or Republican. Maybe you're an independent, but you have an opinion. And a Democrat is saying, we are in big trouble if Trump wins. We as investors, we want to draw a conclusion, a definitive connection between here is what happened or here is what's going to happen in the election. And therefore, this is what will happen to the stock market. But in reality, there are so many different factors that are going to come in and affect stock prices over the long haul. But investors, me and you, we tend to simplify things and say, this is the single thing that will drive the future of the stock market. If Trump wins, that's the single thing that will drive the future of the stock market. If Biden wins, that's the single thing that will drive the future of the stock market. But instead, there are so many other things that affect stock prices. The election is one, no doubt. What are oil prices going to do? That's another. What are interest rates going to do? That's another. What are other countries going to do? That's another. What's going to happen to this pandemic? That's another. Are we going to go to war? There's one. There are so many things that drive the future of the stock market. I'm talking hundreds, if not thousands, of things out there that impact stock prices every single day. Now, that's not to say the president doesn't have an impact on stock prices or an impact on the economy. The president does. But just like presidents of other countries and just like prime ministers in other countries do as well. This is why it's so hard to say this party goes in and this is what happens to the stock market. Let's look at the annualized market returns during Well, we're not going to go back the last 17 presidents, but at least the last nine presidents, again, according to the S&P 500. So in 1969, February of 1969 to August of 1974, Richard Nixon, Republican, was president. And if you had your money in the S&P 500, you'd have seen an annualized rate of negative 2.9% per year. Next president, Gerald Ford, from September 1974 to January 1977. Republican, you'd have seen during that time frame, an annualized market return if all your money was in the S&P 500 index, minus any expenses that you would pay and minus any trading error. So this is an index, it's not an investment, but you would have seen an annualized return 20.2%. Very good. 
Who's next? Jimmy Carter. February of 1977 to January of 81, four years. Positive annualized rate, 11.7% per year. Democrat. Jimmy Carter was a Democrat. Who came in next? Ronald Reagan. From February of 81 to January of 1989, eight years. During Ronald Reagan's term, the S&P 500 index saw an annualized market return of 15.8% per year. Next president, George W. Bush. February of 89 to January of 93. George saw an annualized rate of return of 13.9% per year. Lots of positives. And George Bush, by the way, Republican. Ronald Reagan, Republican. Lots of positive outcomes. Richard Nixon so far was the only one with the negative outcome. Next, Bill Clinton. Eight years, Democrat. February of 1993 to January of 2001. During that time frame, the S&P 500 saw an annualized rate of return of 17.6%. Another positive case. Next president, George W. Bush. February of 2001 to January of 2009. George Bush, Republican, saw an annualized rate of return of negative 4.4% per year. Next president, Barack Obama. February 2009 to January 2017, Democrat S&P 500 index saw an annualized rate of return of 16% per year. Next president, Donald Trump, Republican president, February of 2017 until the present. So I don't have annualized market rate of returns. However, I did some figuring myself and it's not perfect, but I do know from my graph that if I go to February 18th, his annualized rate of return was 6.2%. Now, if I take that out through yesterday and yesterday was Thursday, October 8th, 2020. We're looking closer to annualized rate of return of 8.25% for Donald Trump. So there's nine presidents, two of them negative returns, seven of them positive returns, and very nice positive returns, with the best being Republican Ford at 20.2%, next with Clinton, Democrat, 17.6%, then Obama, Democrat, 16 then Ronald Reagan, Republican, 15.8%, George Bush, 13.9%, Donald Trump, 8.25%, and then the two negatives, Republicans, Richard Nixon and George Bush. I will say it again, because that was a lot of information. This is why it's really hard to say, if this party goes in, then this is what happens to the stock market. Why? Because there's no pattern in the data. There's not a single factor that affects stock prices. In reality, there's hundreds, if not thousands, of different things that affect stock prices every day single day. What we do know is that long-term outlook is really good for long-term investors. 
putting aside political views when it comes to your long-term investments will give you the greatest chance for success. We need to do our best to separate our politics and our long-term investments. And I know it's not easy, especially in today's world. For me, regardless of who's in power, I like the long-term approach that capitalism has served us over time and our investments. People are still going to work and innovate and make discoveries and turn all of this into profit. Shareholders and companies are investing, not in a political party. They're growing their business, regardless of who's in the White House. And as family stewards, we are long-term investors. We make sure we're well diversified in all areas of the stock market that gives us the greatest chance for success. As a family steward, I want to stay invested. All of the research shows us that timing the market is bad for most people's long-term investments. It is my job as a family steward to stay invested. What about you? It is your job as well. There is a lot riding on your life when you're the family steward and you have to make these tough decisions. But you, just like me, need to take that long-term approach to our investments because one more time, this will give us the greatest chance for success. And that's our job. It has been great to spend some time with you. If you have questions, go to bestinwealth.com, click on the work with me button, schedule a 15 minute call. I would love to hear from you. Until then, I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye everyone. The Best in Wealth podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.